ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وسلم تسليما اما بعد قال النووي رحمه الله تعالى في حديث في الحديث التاسع عشر عن ابي العباس عبد الله ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما قال كنت خلف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال يا غلام اني اعلمك كلمات احفظ الله يحفظك احفظ الله تجده تجاهك اذا سالت فاسال الله واذا استعنت فاستعن بالله واعلم ان الامه لو اجتمعت على ان ينفعوك بشيء لم ينفعوك الا بشيء قد كتبه الله لك ولو اجتمعوا على ان يضرك بشيء لم يضرك الا بشيء قد كتبه الله عليك رفيت الاقلام وجفت الصحف لروات الترمذي وقال حديث او روات الترمذي وقال حديث حسن صحيح وفي روايه غير الترمذي احفظ الله تجده امامك تعرف الى الله او تعرف الى الله في الرخاء يعرفك في الشده واعلم ان ما اخطاك لم يكن ليصيبك وما اصابك لم يكن ليقطئك واعلم ان النصر مع الصبر وان الفرج مع الكرب وان مع العسر يسرا In this amazing hadith from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a hadith narrated by Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu an that the messenger that he said one day I was khalf Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said one day I was behind the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yani on a riding beast the nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was riding Uh, an animal and he was on the same mount and he was behind the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said to him ya ghulam o young man i will teach you a, some piece of, of of advice or words of advice ihfadillah be mindful and dutiful to allah and allah will protect you ihfadillah He repeated, "Be dutiful and mindful of Allah, and you will find Him in front of you. If you ask, then ask Allah. If you were to ask, then let it be Allah alone that you ask. And if you were to seek help, then let it be Allah alone that you seek help. And know that if the um the the nation ijtamaat 
were to gather together in order to benefit you with anything, they would not benefit you except with that which Allah has already prescribed for you. And if they were to gather, and if they were to gather uh, together to harm you, uh, they would not harm you with anything. And they will not harm you except with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed and prescribed against you. Rufiyat al-Aqlam The pens have been lifted and the papers or the pages have dried. And in another narration, this is a narration which is in Tirmidhi and in another narration which is in the Musnad of Imam Ahmed Another narration which is in the Muslim of, of Imam Ahmed and other than there that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said be mindful of Allah Fadillah and you will find him in front of you. Ta'arraf Allah acknowledge Allah and remember Allah in times of ease in times of prosperity and he will remember you in times of adversity and hardship. And know that what has passed you, and that which you have not been able to attain or gain or have, was not going to befall you. And that which has, before, uh, has befallen you, it was not going to pass you. And know that victory comes with patience. And nasr, victory comes with patience, a sabr, and relief, with affliction, and hardship is with ease. Relief is with affliction, and hardship is with ease. This amazing hadith of the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, will mention, inshallah, some brief points. And benefits that we can take from this hadith. And the first point, al ula, is that this hadith is an Ibn Abbas anhu, and he's the cousin of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Min al-Mukthirin, min those who narrated on the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam made a du'a regarding Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhu. He made a du'a to Allah. In the hadith, which is in the Musnad of Imam Ahmed and in the Musannaf of Ibn Abi Shayba, that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, Allahumma faqihu fi al-deen wa'allimhu al-ta'weel. When the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Oh Allah, give him understanding of the religion and teach him the tafsir. And teach him the tafsir. Allimhu ta'wil. And verily, this occurred as Abdullah ibn Abbasin radiyallahu anhuma was and uh, became from the prominent mufassirin, those who made tafsir of the Quran from the Sahaba radiyallahu anhu. It was a sign from the signs of Allah as it relates to knowledge and fiqh and tafsir. And he was known as the translator of the Quran. 
He was known as the one who can explain the Quran. Huh? And he was young in the time of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When he took the hadith of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he was young. And when the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam died, Lam yablugh al-hulm. He didn't reach puberty, Abdullah ibn Abbas. Radiyallahu anhuma. When the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he died. Showing that he sought ilm from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam at a young age. And this should encourage us, Ya Ibadullah, to start our children in seeking ilm and studying the deen, studying tawheed, studying Arabic, studying fiqh, studying hadith, studying tafsir, memorizing the Quran at a young age. And this is what happened to Abdullah ibn Abbas in radiyallahu Abu al-Abbas, the Sahabi Jalil. He was the one that narrated this hadith on the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he was young, but Allah gave him ilm. Allah gave him knowledge. And Allah gave him immense fiqh. And Allah gave him the ability to give da'wah. As we know, he was the one that went to the Khawarij. Radiyallahu anhuma Abdullah ibn Abbas. And he gave the Khawarij da'wah. And a few of them retracted from their bid'ah and came back to the haqq and the rest of them remained but he gave da'wah and he was somebody of hujjah he had hujjah he had proofs and evidence and he was able to give da'wah and Allah gave him this fiqh and this ability and he only stayed with the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he was young showing the immense persistence and consistency and seeking ilm and when he was with the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam point number two a nuqtatu thaniya haythu qala rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ya ghulamu ya al-munada ya ghulamu o ghulam and that which is ghulam meaning here al-saghir young one and this shows the inaya of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the care of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for the young ones. Ya Ghulam. Paying attention to them, giving them cultivation and tarbiyah. Inni wa'allimuka kalimat. I will teach you some words. It shows the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taking care of the young ones. And this is how we have to be focusing on our young ones as well and educating them. As this is from the way of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he said, Inni u'allimuka kalimat. I will indeed teach you some words. Yani kalimat means kalimat yasira, simple words. Not too in-depth, not too much uh, in it as in regards to its amount. And rather, this is the etiquette that we have to take when teaching the young ones. And that is, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, أُعَلِّمْكَ كَلِمَاتِ يعني كَلِمَاتِ يَسِيرَةِ لَكِنَّهَا كَلِمَاتٌ جَوَامِعِ Not too many words. 
We have to use this technique of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Not too many words, but with in-depth meaning. An immense meaning. Naam. And the Messenger, and, and the messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he used this and he spoke to Abdullah ibn Abbas with these few words with immense meaning. So we teach our children taking the statements of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Because he was the one who Allah gave him the ability to mention statements that are short but with immense meaning. The Jawamil Kalim, concise, comprehensive statements of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Point number three. Anukta to Thalitha. The Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he says and that is be dutiful to Allah and Allah will preserve you the meaning of this year is showing the importance that we have to protect our deen uh, uh, obey Allah as it relates to his prohibitions and his commandments subhanahu ta'ala and staying away from the muharimillah those affairs that Allah has made haram bijtinabiha and this has been ihfad muharimillah being dutiful to Allah regarding his prohibitions subhanahu ta'ala and that means by staying away from them. Bijtinabiha. Hada hifdullah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't need us to worship him. But rather we are in need. We are in need to be dutiful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So be dutiful to Allah. Because verily by being dutiful to Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will preserve you. And this is the meaning of this, this maqta in this hadith. Amazing hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this brings us to the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ihfadillah. This brings us to a principle. And that is al-jaza'u min jins al-amal. Wal-jaza'u min jins al-amal. And that which you do, you will get the reward for it. So by preserving your obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in return Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect you and give you security. Those who believe, they and do not taint their iman with oppression, they have security. They have security because of their fulfilling the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and staying away from shirk and bid'ah and the different branches Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them security and safety. So likewise in this hadith, Be dutiful to Allah and Allah will preserve you. Be dutiful to Allah and Allah 
will preserve you. And then after this, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ihfadillah again. He repeated, be dutiful to Allah. Obey Allah. Tejiduhu tujahak. And in another narration, tejiduhu amamak. In another narration, you see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you find him in front of you. And the meaning of this, Allah will be close to you, aiding you. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Inna Allah ma'alladheena attaqaw, walladheena hum muhsinoon, wallahu ma'asabireen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in many verses, showing the ma'iyya, that how he will give victory and aid to his ibad. And from that, it's a statement of Allah. In Allah ma'alladheena attaqaw, Verily, Allah is with those who have taqwa. Yani Allah gives victory, aid, and support to those who have taqwa and those who are muhsinun. So he is with his slaves. He's with his ibad. And muhsinin, mu'mineen, muti'een. Those who obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and follow the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them victory and aid. Tajiduhu am tujahak. Tajiduhu amamak. See Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in front of you and he aiding you, close to you. Qareeb min ibadihi subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yubadir ila mathubata ibadihi. And he will give them reward and he will protect them subhanahu wa ta'ala. As he mentioned in the hadith. مَنْ تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ شِبْرًا تَقَرَّبْتُ إِلَيْهِ ذِرَاعًا وَمَنْ أَتَانِ بِيَمْشِي أَتَيْتُهُ هَرْوَالًا You obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you victory and aid. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect you. And if you walk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will come to run to you. Yani Allah will aid you and support you. Yubadir subhanahu wa ta'ala that he will reward the one that is obedient to him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will preserve him. So therefore, to summarize, by being dutiful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are two things or two benefits. The first and Allah yahfadak. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will preserve you. And the second thing, mink. And then you find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala close to you. And He aiding you, supporting you. Some of the fruits of being dutiful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number one, that Allah will preserve you. And number two, that Allah Taala will aid and support and give victory, and do not, and He won't let anybody harm you. Subhanahu wa Taala. And Nuqtatul Rabi'ah, the fourth, and that is the statement of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam: "Ida sa'alta fas'alillah," and if you were to ask, 
anything than ask from Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, Al Kareem, the most generous subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in this is an affirmation of a tawheed. And that is, as you see, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in all of his statements that he mentioned in this hadith, there is a link to Tawheed. And from them is this statement here. Al-Isti'an, if you're to ask Allah, if you make any talab, request, make that request to Allah. If you're to request or ask for anything, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does this mean? The meaning of this, barakallahu feekum, that we must understand is those things which is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani those affairs that only Allah can aid you with, you ask Allah. So, su'al fi ma la yaqdir alayhi illallah. For those affairs that, and, and things that only Allah wa ta'ala can fulfill them, we ask Allah alone. For verily, if we were to ask the creation, those things that only Allah can provide, la yaqdir alayhi illallah, فَهَذَا shirkun Akbar. This is major shirk. Like asking the people in the Qubur to bring life. Like asking the people in the Qubur, in the grave, to give risk. Like asking the people in the grave to avert harm from you. This is from shirk. Associating partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ If you're going to ask for anything, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As for سُؤَالُ النَّاسِ فِيمَا يَقْدِرُونَ عَلَيْهِ As for asking the people in those are things that they have the ability to help you with, then this is permissible. This is your Jews. This is allowed. And that is, for example, you're going to the supermarket and you need help to, for someone to carry the bag for you. He comes, you ask him and he helps you. He asks you and he helps you. This is seeking help that is permissible because the individual has the ability to lift the shopping for you. But as for if you are married and you are sick and then you ask an individual to cure you, you say, cure me. Huh? And in that you mean to remove the illness and he's not a doctor and he doesn't have any skill and he doesn't have any medicine but because you think he is pious you ask him this is shirk but if you saw a doctor a doctor who's a who's a is, is an individual who specializes in medicine and by that you ask him to provide for you the medicine to cure your ailment this is allowed this is allowed for your jews like and uh, if you need, if you need to ask him, then you ask Nam. But that which is fundamental or that which is Ola is that we must refrain from needing the creation and focus on only needing Allah, Tabarak wa Ta'ala. 
And if we don't, if we can fulfill and do things by ourselves, we should not ask others. We should not ask others. And look at Khamisa. The fifth is a statement of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Either sta'anta fasta'in billah. And if you seek uh, asking for aid, then you ask Allah. The first one is general if you ask in general for anything. Ask Allah. This one if you seek help specifically. And that is taken from the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'in. To you we worship alone and to you we seek aid from alone. Tabaraka wa ta'ala. So in this portion of the hadith ya ikhwatil kiram Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is aiding Abdullah ibn Abbas and giving Abdullah ibn Abbas huma advice in the affair of tawheed and seeking help from Allah ta'ala alone and seeking help from Allah ta'ala without any partners especially in those affairs where only Allah ta'ala is the one who can aid you point number six and then he continues advising Abdullah ibn Abbas in this sixth point he says sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وَاعْلَمْ أَنَّ أُمَّةٌ لَوْ اجْتَمَعَاتٌ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْفَعُوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَنْفَعُوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ لَكَ And know that if the, a whole nation gathered together to benefit you with anything, know that they could not benefit you with anything except that Allah has written it. And this is teaching the, the young and the old Sallallahu teaching them the affair of Qadr and the affair of decree and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who provides the aid and in essence is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who benefits and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed that no one will benefit you there will be no benefit and this shows the tarbiyah that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is given to Abdullah ibn Abbasin teaching him the affair of the Iman in Qadr the affair of belief in the decree point number seven and that is that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said rufiyatil aqlamu wa jaffatil suhuf and that is that the pen has been lifted and the Pages are dry. And the meaning of it, and that is that the decree of Allah has been written and it will not be changed. The pen is lifted. And that is the pen that, is, that has been written, that, that, uh, the decree and things that will happen has been written. It has happened, khalas. The pen has been lifted. None can change that. وَجَفَّتِ suhuf, And the pages are dry. أَيَّ الصُّحُفَ الَّتِي كُتِبَتْ فِيهَا الْمَقَادِيرِ 
and those affairs that have been written on that page, the pen is dry. And again, this is the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam reaffirming the Iman in Al-Qada wal-Qadr, the Iman in the decree and predominant. And this is an important affair. As we've studied previously in the Hadith, in this first, second Hadith of Umar ibn Khattab, where the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, وَالْإِمَانُ بِقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ and having Iman in Qadr and decree that which you seem as good and that which you see you deem as evil. I mean, that which may occur that may be hurtful to you or a trial or an affliction is all from the Qadr. You have to have Iman in this. The pen has been lifted. And the pages are dry. And this shows uh, a refutation against the Qadariya, a refutation against the Qadaris who claimed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he doesn't know the action of the ibad until after the action has occurred. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that which is going to happen and that which happens, and that which could happen if it were to happen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ilm, knowledge of this. And it's a refutation against the Qadriya from the Mu'tazila and other than them who denied the decree of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Point number eight, and that is in the second riwayah, the second narration, ta'arraf ilallah firrakha. And that is that, yeah, Ibadallah, there are times when things are going well and Allah, we see the ni'am and the blessings that Allah has given us and things are going how you like it. Remember Allah in the time of rakha, in the time of ease, where there is no hardship or affliction. Remember Allah, ushkurullah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, very few of my ibad are grateful. And if you are grateful, I will increase. I give you an increase in that which you have. In times of ease and tranquility, one must remember Allah. Ta'arraf ilallah firrakha. Know Allah. And you know the Tawheed and establish the Tawheed. And remember Allah and have the dhikr of Allah wa ta'ala, in the times of ease. Ya'rifka fi shiddah. And Allah would aid you uh, in the times of hardship. Allah will not turn away from you in the times of hardship. Al-jaza'u min jins al-amal. Again, showing that what you do is what, what you, 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 you do is what you will earn. What you do is what you will earn. Be dutiful to Allah and Allah will preserve you. Know Allah and recognize Allah and remember Allah in times of ease. And Allah 
will remember you in times of hardship, will aid you, support you, ease your hardship. And that is the reward of the Shakirin. That is the reward of those who are grateful to Allah, Tabarakah wa Ta'ala. We find today, ya ikhwati kiram, wa akhawat, we have a ni'mah, a blessing of, from Allah, Tabarakah wa Ta'ala. The, and certain individuals from the creation, when they have this ni'mah, they're not grateful. Qalilu min ibadi ya la shakur, Allah said. Very few of my ibad and my slaves are grateful. Allah has blessed you with food. We complain of the food that we have. Allah Taala has blessed us with wealth. We complain that it's not enough. Allah Taala has blessed us with children. We complain that we don't have more. Allah Taala has blessed us with knowing something and we don't act upon it. We do not act upon it from the, the gratitude of having any type of knowledge. is acting according to that knowledge. And remembering Allah in that ease, that time of ease, that time of pleasure, that time when you are benefiting from the ni'am and the blessings of Allah. If you were to try and enumerate the blessings of Allah, you couldn't enumerate them. How are we when we have the blessings of Allah? Do we remember Allah? Nashkuruhu? Are we grateful to Allah? Nashkuruhu bilisanina? We grateful to Allah by our tongues? Nashkuruhu bi'arkanina? Are we grateful to Allah? Tabarakwa ta'ala through our actions and our deeds? Nashkuruhu bi'kulubina? Are we grateful to Allah Taala, with our hearts increasing in muhabba, increasing in the love of Allah Taala? When we have Allah Taala has given us some ilm, are we grateful to Allah? Does it increase us in love of Allah knowing that he is alim and he is the one who alimak, the one that taught you and he is alim. And when we have the blessings of Allah In wealth, we know that he is a razzaq, the one that provides. Does it increase us in the iman, in the asma, wa sifat of Allah, tabarakah wa ta'ala? Does it increase us in the names and attributes of Allah? Hence, increasing us in the love of Allah. Ta'arraf ilallah fi'l-rakha. Remember Allah. Know Allah. Remember his names and his attributes. Remember the tawheed. In times of ease. Ya'rifka fi shidda. And he will remember you and aid you and support you in times of hardship. Kalla inna al-insana la yatagha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, indeed man is oppressive, transgressive. Not being grateful regarding the blessings of Allah tabarakah wa ta'ala. Allah lays to be hajatin and nashkurahu. Allah does not need us to be grateful to him. We need to be grateful to Allah. We need 
to worship him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna Allah Allah is the one who provides and is all strong and all powerful subhanahu. He's not, he's, he's, he's not in need of our shukr. He's not in need of our gratitude. And showing the importance of shukr and gratitude, we have a statement of uh, Ibn Rajab, rahimahullah ta'ala. He mentioned that after shukr, there's always shukr. After gratitude, there's always gratitude. How? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us a ni'mah. Gives us a blessing. Then we have shukr and gratitude that we have that blessing. And then we have shukr that we gave shukr to that blessing. And we, gave sh- and we have shukr, gratitude, that we gave gratitude to being grat- having gratitude. And then we have gratitude for having gratitude again. And then we have gratitude for having gratitude again. That means continuous gratitude is required. So we have gratitude to Allah for being grateful. And if we remember for being grateful, we have more gratitude. And if we remember again, we need to have gratitude again. Continuous. Shukr. It doesn't finish. Continual gratitude is required from the ibad. Ta'arraf. Remember Allah in those times when you have those blessings. When things are at ease. And Allah will remember you when times are difficult. And that is that if, if you are in any danger or any harm or any difficulty and you are an obeyer of Allah, you are an individual who is muti'un lillah, you are the individual who obeys Allah in times of ease. With tawheed, with sunnah, with shukr, with dhikr, with tahleel, with tasbih, with takbir, and making takbir of Allah, that Allah is above all things, subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ Because verily Allah will save you and relieve you. Because of the good deeds that you have done in the times of Rakha, in the times of ease. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions regarding the people of Jannah, Ashab al Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says, when they're in Jannah, innahum kanu qabla thalika. Yani, and they were in the dunya muhsineen obeying Allah and obeying the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kanu qalila min al-layli ma yahja'oon and they used to sleep very little at night worshipping Allah because at that time that's the time of ease 
when you have that sleep. But they will get up and worship Allah in the Qiyam al-Layl. وَبِلَاسْحَارِهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ And in their, when they have their sins, they seek forgiveness. وَفِي أَمْوَالِهِمْ حَقٌّ لِلسَّائِلِ وَالْمَحْرُومِ And when they have that ease of having money and wealth, they give the one that is poor, that ask him for money, and they give wealth and aid to the one that is shy to ask. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, فَلَوْلَا أَنَّهُ كَانَ مِنَ الْمُصَبِّحِينَ Yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he aided Yunus alayhi salatu wasalam because he's from the musabbihin. He was from those who make tasbih, yani musalleen, those who pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi halat al-rakha. Fi halat al-rakha. He was from those who pray to Allah in the times of ease. If he wasn't from those who were from the musalleen, لَلَبِثَ فِي بَطْنِهِ إِلَى يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ He would have been, he would have remained in that fish, that big fish, he would have remained in it uh, until the end of the day. But Allah saved him because Yunus was from the musabbihin. He was from the musalleen. He was from those who glorified Allah wa ta'ala. Point number ele- uh, nine, I believe, or ten. Point number nine, and that is the statement of the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. وَعَلَمْ أَنَّ النَّصْرَ مَعَ الصَّبْرِ Again, repeating the same principle. Know that victory is with patience. The reward of your of your patience is nasr. In tansurullah yansurk. If you Obey Allah, Allah will give you victory. And from the obedience of Allah is having sabr. Inna Allah sabirin. Allah is with those who are patient, those who have sabr. Know that victory is with patience. By being the people of sabr, by being the people of patience, you will attain victory. And in this day and age, the Muslims are saying, oh, where is the victory? Muslims are being humiliated everywhere. There is famine. The kuffar are are harming the Muslims. The people complain. But the Messenger has said, and Allah wa ta'ala has said similar statement. Well Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Tansurullah Yansurukum. If you obey Allah huh? and establish the tawheed, establish the ta'a, obedience of Allah and his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah will give you victory. And all of this is sabr. All of this is patience. Because as we know, Ya Ibad Allah, Al-Sabr, Lahu, Thalathata Anwa, Thalathata Anwa. Patience has three different kinds. The first is Al-Sabr, Ala, Ta'atillah, 
being patient according uh, uh, with the being patient upon the obedience of Allah being patient upon a salah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aqimu salah establish the prayer being patient and being continuous and and uh, consistent in your establishing your salah and your zakah and your siyah kama sharahu tabaraka wa ta'ala as he's legislated and the second type of sabr is sabr and ma'siyatillah being patient and in withholding yourself from disobeying Allah. This is sabr. And the third is a sabru ala aqdari lahi tabaraka wa ta'ala. Being patient as it relates to aqdari lahi mu'lima. To be impatient as it regards to the decree of Allah. That which you find harmful, that which you, you may find distasteful, that occurs, you're being patient and you're not in despair. You do not become depressed and in despair because you know it's from the Aqdarillah and you know it's from the decree of Allah and you know that He is Al Hakim, that He is all wise, subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al Latif, the all kind, that all that occurs. It's from his wisdom, subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَالشَّرُّ لَا يَرْجَ إِلَيْكَ No evil goes back to Allah. كُلٌ خَيْرٌ All of it is good. Naam. But we don't have the knowledge of why it's good. And that is where the ibtila, the test comes, that we have to have this iman in Allah, and iman in the decree of Allah, tabarakah wa ta'ala. Naam. So these are the three different types of sabr. And the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said regarding sabr, Know that victory comes hand in hand with sabr. And we explain the three different categories or types of sabr. Victory comes hand in hand in this. If we want victory, we have to be patient in obedience of Allah. If we want victory, we have to be patient in staying away from the disobedience of Allah. If we want victory, we have to have iman. We have to have uh, uh, a belief in the decree of Allah and be patient as it relates to the decree of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala wa'lam anna nasra ma'as-sabr benefit number 10 wa anna al-faraja ma'al-karb and that after adversity there is ease and with adversity is ease this is the dunya this is the way of Allah that we will go through times when there are no problems. We are going through times when there are no problems. But know that with hardship, if we're going through times of hardship, that with it there is uh, ease and relief. That with hardship there is relief, ya ikhwatil kiram. We have to have iman in this. Huh? We have to have it imagined that in times of ease, that there is, uh, sorry, in times of hardship, uh, that there will be, barakallahu feekum, a relief. And that is for the people who obey Allah, tabarakallahu wa ta'ala. So after this, the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, says, wa anna al-faraj ma'al karb. And that goes in according to the statement for in the ma'al usri yusra. 
Verily, after hardship is ease. After hardship is ease. And this is from the Sunnah of Allah, Tabarak wa Ta'ala. وَتِلْكَ أَيَامُ نُدَوِّلُهَا بَيْنَ النَّاسِ وَتِلْكَ أَيَامُ نُدَوِّلُهَا بَيْنَ النَّاسِ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And in this day we alternate it amongst the people. Today you have ease, tomorrow may be hard. And tomorrow might be ease for somebody else. And tomorrow might be hard for you or somebody else. Allah through his wisdom alternate. There isn't anybody in this dunya that has hardship alone. And there is not anybody in this dunya that has ease alone. إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَى وَأَنَّ الْفَرْجْ مَعَ الْكَرْبِ Allah alternates this amongst the ibad. So the one that is patient with Allah, ta'ala, Allah will give him his victory. And Allah will aid him. And this Shaykh Saleh mentions Hafizahullah Ta'ala فَإِذَا اشْتَدَّ الْعَمَرِ فَاعْلَمْ أَنَّ الْفَرَجَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ وَلَا تَيْأَسْ And if you have any type of hardship, know that the relief from Allah Ta'ala is near. Know that it is near. إِنَّ النَّصْرُ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ That verily the, the, the aid of Allah is قريب. For who? For the people of who are, who are muhsineen. For the people who are good doers. Allah will give them victory. Allah will give them victory. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is all ibtila and this is the test from Allah ta'ala. الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتِ وَالْحَيَاءِ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا The one who created life and death to see who from amongst you will do good deeds. In those times of hardship, will you do good deeds? In those times of ease, will you do good deeds? Death and life has been created to test who from amongst us will do good deeds. And verily the victory and aid are for the muhsineen. So this hadith, yeah, barakallahu feekum, is an amazing hadith. And to summarize the benefits that we can take from this hadith, the first benefit generally we can say is the kindness and care of the Messenger for the young. The second benefit that we can take from this hadith is the wisdom of the Messenger and, and the, the turuq of tadris and the way that he teaches, he taught Abdullah ibn Abbas as he repeated the principle of al jazao min jins al amal what you do is what you uh, you do is what you earn and what you put in is what you get out naam mentioned this in different ways in this hadith the next benefit that we can take from this hadith is the humility uh, uh, of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam in that he was riding and he is rasulullah remember Khatim in the seal of the prophets. Khalilullah wa liullah. The one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took as a khalil. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Best of creation. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And yet, he was riding a beast. And Abdullah ibn Abbas was behind him. Sat on the same beast. This shows the tawadah 
and the humility of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wasallam. And this is something that he has done with other than Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu. And this shows the tawadu of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the next benefit that we can take from this hadith is the importance of a tawheed, general benefit. And as we see from the beginning of this hadith to the end of this hadith, is establishing tawheed, asking Allah alone, seeking aid from Allah alone, remembering Allah, obeying Allah, establishing the tawheed from the highest uh, of uh, of ta'a, the highest level of uh, obedience is, uh, is upon the tawheed, establishing the tawheed of Allah, tabarakah wa ta'ala. Naam, tawheed from beginning to end in this hadith. And the next benefit that we can take from this hadith is how the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is teaching uh, Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu an and other than him from his ummah that with patience there will come victory and giving solace to us in times of hardship that when there is hardship in it comes relief that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will aid and this should increase us in worshipping Allah ta'ala and obeying Him and racing to His forgiveness subhana and staying away from His prohibition and complying to His awamir, those things that He's commanded. So we can be from those who Allah gives them victory, those who are qareeb, those who are close to Allah ta'ala. And with this barakallahu feekum, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and yu'allimna and to teach us and, and, and give us ilm of the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and you are fiqhna and that he gives us the guidance to act according to this ilm ikhlas, sincerity and sidq and being truthful to this ilm and from being truthful to this ilm he's acting according to this advice and other statements of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that we've studied because really that is the truthfulness the sign of somebody's sidq the sign of somebody's truthfulness is that they apply and implement that which they study and from that is this hadith and Abdullah ibn Abbas, Abu al-Abbas, the cousin of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam radiallahu So we ask Allah subhanahu to give us tawfiq to be from those who obey him and obey the Messenger alayhi salatu wa sallam wallahu a'lam sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina muhammadin wa sallam hayakumullah